The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hosman. Thank you so much for coming back with us today and listening again. You guys, you you make my day, you make my week, you make my month and year. All the emails that I get from you guys, I so appreciate all of you. So that's why I love bringing on wonderful guests like I do every week and another one again today. But as always, you know, I like to start off with something positive to get your day going and get your week started off right. So yeah. Let's do it again today. Uh, This is just something, I just like to go out and find different things for you guys. So one of them is peace. It does not mean to be in a place where there's no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. And it's something we have to practice every day. And then also, this is by Lance Armstrong. Time is limited. So I better wake up every morning fresh and know that I have just one chance to live this particular day right and to string my days together into a life of action and purpose. Then the last one I have, and I try to say this every day, and my guest and I were just talking about this off the air, but, you know, we really, it's a choice we have to make every day to wake up and be blessed and to live our life on purpose. So when you say things like, I am blessed, I am strong, I'm going to accomplish my dreams, that's not just being positive. You are prophesying victory, success, and new levels. Your life is going to follow the directions of your words. So always be careful of the words that you choose to put in your mouth and let it come out. Always choose to uh, say strong Uh, Say, I am strong. I'm going to accomplish my dreams. I am blessed because that way you're prophesying victory and success and new levels into your life. And don't go around saying, oh, today's a crappy day, whatever. You know, go out and say, you know, today's going to be a great day. No matter what's thrown at me today, today is going to be a great day. So, all right. And you guys, as always, you know, uh, at my website, joehosman.com, I do have that free digital ebook called The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams because I want you all to realize and fulfill your dreams. So go ahead and all you got to do is put in your name and email and that ebook is yours for the taking. So again, it's called The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to bring on my fantastic guest. His name is Larry Williamson and we met through, he's also an author through bestseller publishing that we use. And Larry, he's, he took an early retirement from corporate America in March of 2015. He went on to focus on anchored values full-time, which is his company, a company that he founded 10 years earlier. Serving thousands of clients over the years, he came to realize there is a tendency for many of us to make things far more complicated than they need to be. Isn't that the truth? Our success depends on the relationships we establish with others. Through personal coaching and on-site workshops, 
Larry helps his clients acknowledge and move past self-limiting habits, attitudes, and beliefs to grow relationships that bring success in both their personal and professional lives. Larry is a veteran. God bless you, Larry. A published author, a Mastified Certified Coach with the International Coach Federation, a Board Certified Coach, and a Master Certified Life Coach with an educational background in psychology. His professional career has included six years in the pharmaceutical industry, seven years working in hospitals, and 27 years in human resources in the service industry, where he achieved the position of vice president and an officer of a corporation of over 12,000 employees. During his career, he served on the board of directors as served as president of the numerous regional and national boards. Larry supports his clients as they gain clarity on their current challenges and opportunities, their self-talk and how they how their current thought patterns, there we go again, the thought patterns, may be creating self-limiting beliefs and behaviors. With this insight, they learn the steps that move toward move them toward the success they desire. Larry's passion is relationships, and he feels this is the foundation to our, to our success. He also wrote a book called Successful Relationships, Sharing Simple Behaviors That Bring Results. Larry, welcome to my show. Go for it. Thank you, Joe. I am happy to be here. I do appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you. And like I was telling him before the show started, I love that accent. So he's from North <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> So tell people what you told me what you told me about the accent. <laughs> oh yes, in, in my travels at times people will tell me that uh will talk to me about my accent. And I said, Really, I don't have an accent, but if you live above a certain latitude it, it does have a tendency to affect your hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I told you, um when I've lived in other states, people go, Do you you kinda have an accent? Do you live in the south? I said, Well, kinda, South Dakota. So there we have it. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're from. We all have different ways that we talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Larry, I am so happy that uh, you waited to be on my show. You, I know you had to wait a little while to come on, so I so appreciate that, and I so appreciate you. So as I always start off is I know you wrote the book, but maybe, and I, I read a lot in your bio. So what led you to write your book, Successful Relationship, Sharing Simple Behaviors That Bring Results? Well, in part, it's one of the things that you shared earlier that I, I talk about is that, and, and I've had the opportunity to work over 30 years with thousands of people from really all over the globe. One of the things that frequently that came to light was our tendency to complicate things far more than they need to be. Uh, we have a tendency to make things a little more complicated about what we tell ourselves and so forth. And the other thing was that it was interesting, regardless of the country the individual was from that I was I was speaking with or the position that they might hold, the high correlation of the issues they brought forward and how they tied into relationships was a consistent factor. I just felt it was time to simplify things. I wanted to talk about relationships. They are they're a foundation for everything that we do. And I wanted to talk about relationships, and I wanted to make it as simple as I possibly could. As you and I said earlier, many of the things that I put in my book, you know, they're not earth-shattering new things, but hopefully they serve as reminders to get us thinking of, of these things and bring them to a conscious awareness and help us impact our daily behavior more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And sometimes, and I'm, you know, I'm to blame. 
it's just easier sometimes to make, I don't know why it's easier. Why is that? Why do we make it easier to complicate things than it would be to just make it easy? Maybe because we don't think it could be that easy. You know, I, I wish I knew the answer to that. It could mm-hmm. really help people. I know that I've, I've read estimates that the average individual has about 60,000 thoughts a day. It's wow. also estimated that about 80 to 85% of these are negative. For some reason, we just have that tendency to go to the negative side. Uh, nowhere does this show up more than in our self-talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gentleman that um, had an opportunity to learn a great deal from once made the statement to me, said, if we spoke to other people like we spoke to ourselves, we would not have any friends. Boy, isn't that the truth? That is, <laughs> you know, I hadn't heard that saying in a while, but boy, that is so true. And why would we talk to ourselves that same way? I mean, we would never go out and, I mean, I wouldn't go out and tell other people some of the stuff, you know. So why do we do, I, I guess, we, I don't know. I don't know why we do that. But yeah, the thing if, is, if, if we can ever figure that out, we will really have an impact. We will be. We will be rich, won't we? Well, rich in love and rich in, you know, helping other people, which we already are. And that that's the best part. But so the thing is, what I tell people every day, and I know that you do the same thing, is don't don't complicate life. Just make life easy. You know what? Wake up today is going to be a great, powerful, positive day. And I, I resonate that, you know, I, I repeat that every day. So today's going to be a great day. What are some of the things that you tell people to make it to be better and um, have their lives live better? Well, it, it, I, I like what you said earlier about um, when you spoke of hope, love, and encouragement and always choosing your words and so forth. And, and I have people tell me frequently, you know, how do you how do you maintain your your positive approach to things and and how do you wake up being so happy and i tell them it is in fact a choice you know we have an opportunity and um to choose uh to direct our day in so many ways and it's not a a matter of what happens to us during the day but uh how we choose to react to it how we choose to respond mm-hmm. and we can always we can always look at it from a positive side or we can look at it from a negative side. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing within our history. People will try to tell me that, well, I'm, I have a tendency to be this way because, and they'll point something, uh, you know, from, from the past. And, you know, I always tell people, I say, you know, that's, that's good. Learn from the past. Always do that. Mm-hmm. But this is about moving forward. Bring your positive lessons with you. Learn from the past, but don't live there. Mm-hmm. We yeah, can and I, always... I was just... On, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was just on a radio show on Sunday interviewing with somebody else on his radio show. We talked about this exact same thing. And when we when we live in the past, all, all that does is bring depression because we can't change it. There's nothing we can do to change the past. So all we got to do is learn from it. And if we stress about the future, all that does is give us anxiety. Why would you want to live with anxiety? You know, yes, eat healthy, eat, you know, eat well, your fruits and vegetables, but also be just cognizant of today. Be cognizant of what you're doing today and how you're going to be better today. And then, then as today winds up, you know what? Work on the exact same things tomorrow. Because I know also food has a lot to do with it and our behaviors, but that's also, that's also a choice. It's also, we talked about it last week on the show, but it's also a choice of what we make or what we say. And so if you can just learn to take today, and you know what? It's it's not easy. It, it's going to take practice. 
if you're not used to doing it, and when I first started waking up and saying, today's going to be a positive day, I'd be like, what is going on with this? <laughs> but uh, you know what? The more I did, I've been doing it now for uh, 20 years, probably almost 20 years, and it really changes your life. You know, it really does. When you spoke of the past, there's a, uh, there's a little statement, a quote of mine in the book that I use, and I said, it's not the circumstances of your past alone that shape who you are today. It is also the choices you've made and how you responded to the lessons you were, how you responded to and the lessons you were open to learning from these situations, both the good and the not so good. You know, it's never just one thing. So we've we've got an opportunity to to learn from everything that happens. And if we look at it from a building perspective and and creating something positive, we always have that choice. Mm-hmm. Always, and every day is a choice. And I like what you said on your in your book. And one of the things that says is you focus on your own behavior. You can't sit around waiting yes. for somebody else to come in and make your life better. You have to focus Absolutely. on yourself. You know, and you got to find that inner peace within yourself. Whatever it is that's going to help you do that, if it's meditating, if it's journaling, if it's just taking a walk, going out and taking a walk, take 15, 20 minutes to yourself, but just be alone with yourself and try not to think of all the other things you got going on because we're all busy. I mean, we all got stuff going on constantly. But the thing is, you just got to take that time for yourself. And then you also said the sooner you initiate the beginnings of a change, the sooner you and your entire family will enjoy the benefits of the change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, when you were talking, and and I, it just reminded me of a, um, I taught a class on conflict. Mm-hmm. And we think about self-accountability. I'm all for self-accountability. Because you know, there's there's no one else that controls our behaviors, our choice of words. It's us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we can never I always say that if you're trying to justify your own words and behaviors based upon something someone else is saying or doing, you're mm-hmm. you're headed down a dead end road. Mm-hmm. Well, and don't. Oh, don't you feel that other people try to bring bring you down because they're down, so they don't want to they don't want to see you succeed. Well, I think it's a natural thing that, um, you know, again, us have been going to the negative. It's interesting that as we begin to make improvements in ourselves and trying to better ourselves, it's it's amazing the people that approach us like, well, they don't want to see us disappointed mm-hmm. if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. is... Um, it's kind of like, well, you know, this is good. When are you going to get back to your real self? Mm-hmm. I know they yep. have a tendency. There's a there's a story about uh, with with crabs that if you put a bunch of crabs in a pot and one tries to climb out of the cra- out of the pot, it's interesting. The others will pull them back down. And oh, people, really? I think, sometimes have the same t- the tendency to do the same thing with us. And it's it is not out of. Uh, uh, trying to deliberately to hold us back they just mm-hmm. it's changed to them and it's uneasy mm-hmm. they, they like us the way we are so mm-hmm. it, you can always expect that when you're trying to uh, better yourself and make some improvement and changes uh, not everybody's going to accept it right off the bat so you have to be persistent right and you have to you rise have to be above. committed to it mm-hmm. yeah and what i say to everybody is 
when when you do stuff like that, I always listen to the yaysayers and not the naysayers. The naysayers are just kind of chomping in the back of your mind, you know, and just, you know, let them talk if you want to. You don't have to let them talk, but let them talk. Go ahead and put it in the back of your mind and go forth with what you want to do. Because if I would have listened to the naysayers throughout my life, I would be nowhere close to where I'm at today. And even when my, when my son was little, two and a half years old, we moved, ha- just him and I moved halfway across the country by ourselves. And everybody thought I was crazy. And honestly, it was the best thing I've ever done. And I am so happy Wonderful. that I did it. Yeah. And now I see all these young people traveling all the time. And I'm so glad. I'm glad they're taking the time to do it. Because, you know, today is just a fresh new day and a day to uh, just get out there and do your own thing. Yes. You know, it's often said that we did later in life that uh, our regrets come not so much from the things that we did, but more from the things we did not we do. We didn't do, exactly. And Larry, we have about two minutes until break. So, and I haven't even put this out there, but your website is www.anchoredvalues.com. Yes, yes. And We've got uh, the www.anchoredvalues.com, and then I actually have a a second site dedicated to the book, oh, and that is www.successfulrelationshipsbook.com. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Successful Relationships Book, Successful Relationships Book.com. Okay. Perfect. That's correct. Perfect. Perfect. And ladies and gentlemen, again, yeah, go to his uh, website, anchoredvalues.com, or also Successful Relationships Book.com. And then also mine is joehosman.com. And if you guys have questions for the show, give us a call, 1 888 346 9141, and we'll get you on the air and ask questions, <clears throat> excuse me, of Larry and I. Or shoot me an email at joe, J-O, joe at joehosman.com, and we'll get you on. I'll get your questions on the air. And then, yeah, Larry's got such great insight. I mean, he knows his stuff. He's been doing this for so long. So uh, hopefully you guys will call in or email in with questions. If not, hey, you know what? We're going to keep talking and keep learning about Larry and his work. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com (laughs) 
listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hosman. Have a fantastic guest on the line with me today, Larry Williamson. And he wrote a book called Successful Relationships, Sharing Simple Behaviors That Bring Results. And we are having a great conversation about people's thoughts and actions. But what we want to talk about now during the second segment is appreciation and gratitude. And ladies and gentlemen, if to get his book, you can go on to his website, SuccessfulRelationshipsBook.com. And also, Larry, I'm assuming, is it on Amazon as well? Yes, it is. Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble. Perfect. All right. So let's talk about appreciation and gratitude and how people um, look at that differently. Because it's all about how what our own perception is of that. So can we talk? can you talk a little bit about that, Larry? Yes, absolutely. And, and appreciation and gratitude is is so significant. And I've, I've always said that, um, particularly with one of our most significant earthly relationships, is that we share with our spouse. And, and I've always said that within that relationship, it's one thing to love another, but you never get the full benefit of a relationship until you learn to truly appreciate the other individual. Mm-hmm. And that is something that we cultivate. You know, we our, the words that we speak are so significant, so significant, so important. And I don't think a day should ever pass that we do not express to others what we appreciate, what we value about them, and and the gratitude we have for who they are. Mm-hmm. And it, it is interesting. It's for some reason, we talked. We spoke earlier about the negativity, and we have a tendency to deflect things that are brought to us in that way. I use an example of just a simple comment, such as, "Gosh, you know, I really like your hair." And someone goes, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, it's flipping over here. You know, I plan to get this cut to Mars." <laughs> <laughs> and as I said before, that sounds familiar. Just, yeah, what's wrong with just thank you? Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we have a tendency, it's difficult for sometimes for us to accept compliments. Mm-hmm. And I, I had an individual one time that told me how he was a leader of this organization. He was telling me how hard it was for him to accept compliments. Yet he would turn right around and tell me how good he was at giving them. And, and I challenge that. If, if we have such a discomfort level with being able to receive a compliment, what makes us think we're going to be that much more comfortable in our in being able to give them? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that can be a challenge. Um, when we think about the what we focus on expands. I always say we're moving in the mm-hmm. direction of our most dominant thought. So mm-hmm. be careful of what your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. As we express our gratitude and as we um, do this, there's two things that happen. One is from Personally, on the inside, the more that I begin to express this, and it was difficult. It was a process for me to learn. The more I did so, the easier it became over time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, when I talk about uh, appreciation a lot of times, it's interesting that the more I focus on and share some of the things I appreciate, 
then it's interesting. Then the more I see that I really appreciate, what we focus on expands. Uh Uh The more I focus on what I appreciate, the greater my feelings of gratitude that I end up having for what I have. Uh It's it's just like a domino effect. It keeps going. Well, and also I think, yes, I I agree with every one of those. And I can also relate to... (laughs) That person you were just saying that when you complimented about the hair and, you know, and that is one thing that I know myself I need to work on. I'm really great at giving compliments, but when I receive them, I don't always accept them, accept them as how they should be. And so I need to, I knew, I know myself, I need to work on that better. So, and I'm sure everybody does because it's easier to give than it is to receive sometimes. And we're taught to give, 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 but also what we need to do is receive. And once you receive those compliments from other people, but also receive self-love and receive um, the gratitude that you are worth it and you are, you know, grateful for the day. Absolutely. You know, and if you think about when, what is the impact on the other individual who has taken the time and being willing to be open to express gratitude for us or to thank us for something or to compliment us? If we reject that, what is the message that we send to the other person? And do we encourage them to compliment us more or do we discourage them by mm-hmm. rejecting it? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, I personally, I think it kind of uh, hurts them in a way. So then they don't want to pay as many compliments to us, but also in a way that when we're receiving the compliments, again, we have to really go with the self-love and we really have to go with, um, you know what, we are good, we are great people, and we deserve it. We deserve to have be complimented. Yes. It's that part of going to the positive versus the negative. Mm-hmm. And that I think, when you someone know, pays us a compliment, accept it only. Yeah. You know, that they're doing that for a reason, and I have Mm -hmm. to understand that, hey, you know, maybe maybe I do come across that way. Mm -hmm. Maybe it Mm -hmm. is. Maybe this is a really good thing about me. Claim it, own it, and build on it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, I've said this before, but I'd be walking down the street sometimes and I, I don't know, I must have a mad look or something on my face. I'm not, you know, I'm very rarely am I mad, but, or I'll be thinking about something, I'll be deep in thought and somebody go, somebody will walk by and go, hey, smile. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of brings you out of your like zone that you're in. And so then I'll smile and that's all it takes is for them. And then they smile at yeah. me first. I'm like, oh, now my day's just been made because they smiled at me or they asked me to smile. Yeah. You know, Someone says something, something like that and turn around and go, well, you know, thank you. I appreciate that. Exactly. And I will say that because I, you know, I love to smile and I love to laugh. But and so I will say that. And yeah, it, what it does, it brightens your day. It just brightens and it just brings a new aura to the day that, you know, all of a sudden you're out of your deep thought. and You're like, oh, yeah, today's awesome. You know, somebody wanted to see me smile. And there's yes. nothing that I don't I, for me, there's nothing better than that. And, and as you said earlier, it is a choice. It is. We all live yes. by choices every day. And so we have to choose yes, to do, do that. But also, do you think, do you feel that sometimes people get so caught up in the past that they can't move to the future? Uh, yes, I, I do. I, I think that, again, uh, you know, if we look at, uh, I've always said that so many of our our beliefs 
or so many of my behaviors or our limits are self-imposed. So many of these that we bring forward from experiences, we've got to look at habits, attitudes, and beliefs from the past. And things that occurred to us, it's amazing. There may be some negative thing that we went through or something that occurred to us, and we carry that forward, whether that's through self-protection or what, I don't know. But we'll bring that from the past, and it's interesting how the impact that that past has on our current situation. Mm-hmm. Couples do this exactly. that when exactly. you know because of words they've spoken to each other before, some something comes up and it may not even be what what I meant, but someone else may in the back of their mind without thinking about going, well, I know where this is going, mm-hmm. and they'll automatically take it there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and in reality, we shouldn't, you know, but we do. We're human beings. That's just what we do, and. I will tell you, like when I wrote my book, Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, it was about my past, and I did it for self-healing, but when the public bestseller, you know, told me to go ahead and put it out on Facebook, I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I'm putting that out on Facebook, there's no way I'm putting it out on social media. (laughs) I paced my floor for two hours before I put it out there, because it's revealing my past, it's revealing what happened, you know, but in reality, I thought, no. If I'm going to do this, you just have to get it out there and let the world see it and just move on. And let me tell you, it was the most eye-opening experience. And, you know, there's people that didn't like it. Actually, some of my closest friends thought, eh, it's all right, you know. But I wasn't there to impress my closest friends. I was there to help other people who are maybe living through the same stuff I've lived through that – yeah. It can help them move move uh, forward in their life. And so that's why I wrote the book. Well, I wrote it mostly for me. But once you accept your past, it is the past. You can't do anything about it. But try not to live there anymore. Try to move forward. And because life is always evolving, we're always making a new normal. Every day is our new normal. And so yes, we just is. have to keep making our new normal. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Every day is something new and different. Even though it seems Absolutely. nice to pain. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel the same way? Uh, Our our past is our past. It is there. It is real. And I will share with you that uh, I I once had a conversation before I wrote the book. I was having a conversation with an individual that was working on his his personal relationship. Mm -hmm. And he was having difficulty in picturing himself doing some of these things. And he finally asked me, he said, well, you know, can you just share with me some of the little things? So give me some examples of some things you did. And so I did. I began to share a few things with him. And as his frustration built, you know, you can hear that in someone's voice. Mm-hmm. He, he made the statement to me, says, well, that's easy for you, but that's just not the way I was raised. He was already building in justifications or limitations why he could not be the way he wanted to be, and it was all because of his past. That's not the way he was raised. Mm-hmm. It, it was interesting as, as I listened to him, and, and it stopped, and it, it just stopped me cold in my tracks. And, and I made the statement to him. I said, excuse me, you don't have any idea how I was raised. And I began to share with him, and and I actually, the first chapter of the book is, you know, it's titled that it doesn't matter from where you came, 
Mm-hmm. And and the reason I put that in there from where you start, I'm I was raised in the old man's man's type world. Uh, I hate to say it that way, but that's that's really the way it was. Mm-hmm. And there were. You know, there was no, we didn't talk about love, we didn't talk about emotions, we didn't talk about feelings in the book. I, I give some examples of, of what some of the lessons that I learned from my father. And they were not the type of things that I share now. And it was interesting, he was, um, sadly dying of cancer and I, and I, anybody that is going through that or supporting a family member going through that, I, I, I lift you up in prayer. It's a challenging thing, mm-hmm. but he was, he was going through a very difficult time, a very painful time. And I was going to visit him and sitting beside him. I placed my hand over on his shoulder and told him that I loved him. I'll never forget. I was 32 years of age. Mm-hmm. And when I did, he looked at me with this deep expression, and he said, "You know, Larry, to go through all that I'm going through right now to be able to hear those words, it's worth it." Mm-hmm. Isn't that the special? Impact, yeah. yeah. The impact that had on me was just amazing, and and I thought then, okay, this is the way he was raised, this is the way I was raised, but it stops with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, I went on a what will be a lifelong journey of trying to express these things and be willingness to be open and to share feelings and to use love. And my children were raised very different from the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. So I was not. I made a conscious choice that we were not going to repeat the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I will tell you, my mother was raised the same way. She was never told that she was loved, or they never said, I love you in that household. So, and my grandparents were wonderful. Don't get me wrong. They were wonderful. They just didn't, they were old school and they just didn't believe in that. So when my mother and my mom, my mom and dad got married, my mother said, I will tell my children every day that I love them no matter what. Mm-hmm. And she did. And she, she told us that repeatedly through the years. She goes, I don't care what you do. I don't care what goes on. I will always, always love you. And she told us that every day. And when my grandmother was passing away, I was able to be by her side the night before she passed away. And I told her I, lo- I, told her I loved her a lot through the years, but she would just kind of look at me. And on her dying bed, I said, Grandma Jessie, you know, I love you. And you know, I'm so glad. And I was her only granddaughter. And I you know, told her how proud I was to be her only granddaughter. And she just looked at me and smiled. And you could just, she couldn't talk at that time, but you could just tell the love in her eyes and the love in her heart at that point. Yes. And even through the years, you know, but sometimes also getting older and realizing that things change relationships change and sometimes the people who are the hardest can also be the softest and it sometimes will take those type of situations to make them that way so good for you larry i'm glad you were able to express that to your dad and i'm glad that you changed the life of your children based on telling them how much you know they are loved you know the impact that we can carry that past with us or we can choose to make and, and change and go another direction. Your past does not have to limit your future. As you said, it is a choice. When Carolyn and I, Carolyn being my wife, and I'm blessed to be married to the most wonderful woman in the world you would ever meet. When we got started, 
uh, when we began serious in our relationship, we started with a couple of very simple things, and it was this transparency and openness, the sharing of feelings. And I started, I, I said that, um, you probably read this in Chapter 6, Promises Made. I started out with two very simple promises to her. I said, you will never have a day when you question whether or not you are loved. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, mm-hmm. it would not be fair for me to say that someone before has not loved you as much as I do, but what I can promise you is that no one will have ever loved you more. Oh, that's and, neat. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. That's really neat. That is simple. It is straightforward, mm-hmm. and it has been two wonderful promises for me to keep in the forefront of my mind to impact my behaviors and my choice of words. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, and then you live up to that every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I ask her, I ask her on a frequent basis, you know, that how we're doing this. I, I joke all the time with folks. And I said, I still ask Carolyn to marry me. Mm-hmm. Typically, we go by that. I don't ask her at some point, and, and people think that's strange. And I said, what do you think about it? As long as she c- continues to say yes, I think I'm on the right track. <laughs> uh, I, my brother and his wife, they've been married over 30 years, like th- 32 now. Anyway, she'll still call him um, her boyfriend, and then she, he'll still call her his girlfriend. So I think that, I mean, it's a cute little thing that they have between them, and they're always holding hands and always hanging with each other. So, yeah, I think that's really neat. Yeah, I think that's really neat. So good for you guys. So we only have about a minute and a half until break. So Larry's website to get his book, Successful Relationships, Sharing Simple Behaviors That Bring Results, the one we've been talking about, you can go to SuccessfulRelationshipsBook.com. You can also go to my web. Plural. Yeah, relationships, right? Successful yeah, relationships. Successful relationships, yes, I'm sorry, book.com. Right, yep. Sometimes yeah. I don't say that yeah. quite right. Successfulrelationshipsbook.com, and you can pick up his book there or Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And ladies and gentlemen, my website is johosman.com. So if you have a, a call or a question for the show, give us a call at one 888 Three four six nine one four one, or else give me an email, Joe at joehosman.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe 
at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hosman, having a great conversation with my guest today, Larry Williams Williamson, and his book, Successful Relationships, Sharing Simple Behaviors That Bring Results. And Larry, thank you so much for this awesome time today. I mean, we still have a little bit left, but I am just so appreciative of you, and I thank you so much for sharing all this wonderful information with my listeners. Thank you, and I appreciate it. I think this is a... It's an enjoyable conversation for me to have, and this is something that um, and I hope sparks conversations between people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and talking about the importance of words, just I, Larry and I were talking off air, but you know, it really is the words that we choose and the words that we uh, decide we're going to use for that day. So, Larry, give us a little bit more information about that, about the importance of our words and what it can do to other people. Okay. You know, I've always said that the significance of words, that words once spoken become part of our relationship from that point going forward. Uh, So many times, how many times have we heard people uh, make some little comment or make some little dig about their spouse or something, and then they turn around and go, oh, I was just kidding. And, And I'm thinking, you know, adding just kidding to the end does not make it go away. You know, the, the words are so important, and they have such an impact on on us and what we do. It, it affects all of our communications. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a parable that um, you may have seen in the book, and, it's, and I talk about words linger. Uh, and I say that uh, there's a little parable, and it says, A man spoke a word of untrue gossip to a monk. To teach the man a lesson, the monk told the man to open a feather pillow and go about the village, placing one feather on every doorstep as an act of penance. When the man completed his penance, the monk told him to go and retrieve every feather. While that would be impossible, the man exclaimed, the wind will have carried them far and wide. Let that be a lesson, the monk replied. Your words are like those feathers. Once spoken, they are impossible to get back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, it really is. And I asked, I made the statement the other day during the presentation. I said, you know, you, you cannot strive to for a wonderful, loving, caring relationship if you walk around taking advantage of opportunities to put your spouse down every chance you get. Mm-hmm. And I will see that with groups of individuals. The conversation can easily go that way. And when they do, I'll interject something very positive about my wife. And it just, it, it kind of just stops the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Well, sometimes, a lot of times, when we interject that about somebody, you know, that we were close to, or a spouse, or a significant other, or whatever, or even a family member or close friend, it's something that we don't like within ourselves. And so we interject that onto other people to make it take the focus off of us and put it onto them. And that's not yes. fair. And again, and what not, we focus on expands. Exactly. Exactly. And so I, I will tell mm. you this cute little story. I have friends who have been married uh, 25, 30 years. I'm not even sure. But in, I think, 25 years. And he wakes up every day and he tells me, he goes, I just tell her I'm sorry. 
And I go, why in the world would you tell her you're sorry every day? He goes, because I know somehow, some way I'm going to screw up today. <laughs> but I always know she will always love me no matter what. And so she said, <laughs> he goes, but he always say, I'm sorry, honey. I love you. And so she's like, oh, dear, here we go. <laughs> and they have the neatest relationship. And I just, I find that just so um, joyful, but also inspiring inspiring that they can have that kind of, you know, fun kind of relationship. Cause they've had a lot of hardship in their life too. But every, you know, every day she says, you know what? I love him. He loves me. He loves yeah. my pitfalls. He loves my strengths. He loves my weaknesses. And I do the same for him. And so I, I looked to those two as admiration and some, cause sometimes with their work, they have to work apart from each other and live in separate States, but they always come together for the good of their children and their family. Yes, oh, so true. You know, Joanne, in our relationships, it's amazing the things that we can get used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a conversation with somebody, and we were talking about how we spoke about our spouse and so forth. And I tell people who are starting in relationships, one of the greatest wishes that I could have for them is that, and I will share that in the 17 years or so that my wife and I have been together, no one has ever, nor will they ever hear me say a negative thing about Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And I tell young couples starting out, if you can re- if you can make that statement going forward every year, what a powerful thing. It's mm-hmm. interesting that uh, I was having a conversation with a couple one time, and, and the... Um, the lady looked at me and she said, well, you know, talking about conflict, she says, well, you know, but we fight, but everybody fights. That's normal. And, and I told her, I said, well, one of the challenges with that is it's amazing what we begin to accept as normal. Once I accept something as normal, yeah, I'm also telling myself I don't have to work at it. I don't mm-hmm. have to work to improve that because I'm normal. I'm just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So be careful what you accept as normal in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it depends on what it is, but like I say, create your new normal. You know what? Maybe you're the Absolutely. one that steps outside the box, and you're the one that starts changing to make it more of a positive relationship. When I first met my late husband, he he had had a rough upbringing in his life, and he chose to overcome it. And it was before I met him, but he chose to overcome it. He had went through years of counseling and those kind of things, and he grew up with an alcoholic mother. But, you know, he said, you know what, Joe? I just chose to wake up every day and say, today's a positive day. Today, I'm going to live in a positive light. And every morning, I would hear him say that. I'm like, wow. 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 You know, I mean, I always chose to be happy, but I never saw it from that light. So after that, and after he passed away, I still continue with that same mantra. I still say today's going to be a positive, awesome day, you know, and you just have to make it that way. Again, the words that you choose. What a wonderful thing. And I'll also say, I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he he was a great guy. But, you know, what I say is it's it's unfortunate that it happened. It really is because he was absolutely wonderful. But, you know, God only gives us no more than we can handle. So and what has happened is now I've taken that what has happened and I made it into the book and I made it into this radio show. So from that and he would be so proud. He would be so proud of me for going out and helping other people overcome their grief and their loss and also helping people to live in a positive light. Absolutely. And as I hope you are you are proud of yourself and claim what you do. 
I am. Thank you, Larry. I am proud of myself. I really am. I, it's, it's a dream that I never thought would come to fruition, and it really has. And I am very, very grateful, and I'm very grateful for all the divine appointments I've, I've met in the past, all the ones that are happening today, and all the ones that will happen in the future. Yes. And you're one of them. You know, you're, all my guests well, are one of them. thank you. Yeah, you really are. And your wisdom that you share with people is just, it's um, powerful. And like I told you, I have a group on Facebook. And if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash go for it now, love to have everybody join us there. But I talked about your book last night because I do Facebook lives in there Monday through Thursday usually. And I talked about your book because it really, not even, does doesn't even have to be your spouse. It can be your friends, your family, your close oh, personal yes. connections. And the people yeah. that you work with, the people that you work with on a daily basis are considered how, uh, work husbands, work wives, or whatever, you know. But just even even the people that you intermingle with on a daily basis. I mean, this so book, your book can help. So many other apply to any relationship we're in. I've had opportunities. I've been asked to speak to business groups, you know, mm-hmm. on this book. And, you know, I've spoken with business groups, I've spoken at churches, I've spoken at various places, and I had one uh, individual that contacted me one time and said, you know, when I first saw the title, I didn't think this book was going to apply to me because I'm not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she said that as I, the more I read the book, I realized that the relationship that we that we have with ourselves mm-hmm. and how we talk to ourselves yep. and how we treat ourselves. And she complimented mm-hmm. by saying that it was the best self-help book that she had ever read. Mm-hmm. And, and you're so right. It, it's not about just one relationship. That relationships, and when I say relationships, I'm talking about personal and business. I'm mm-hmm. talking about we have relationships every day with people. Mm-hmm. I remember back when I worked in corporate America, we always had to take those personality tests to see how well oh, we yeah. work with each other. <laughs> and actually, Larry, all we needed was your book. I mean, oh, really. Well, thank you. I mean, really. I uh, mean, let's just be honest. If people just learned how to get along with each other, but also learned how to deal with each other and deal with people's attitudes and personalities, that really is the scope of being, you know, being with other people is dealing, you know, is learning how to embrace the different personalities and embrace um, others' um, positive light. And then even if they yeah. have issues, you know what? Help them enforce the positive. I remember one time I was leaving a job 20 years ago, and I thought one of my coworkers despised me. I really did, just the way he would talk to me. And I just got to a point. I was always nice to him, though, always nice. And when he, when uh, one of my last days, he came up to me, he goes, I can't believe you're leaving. And I go, oh, God, I thought for sure he was going to come yell at me or something. <laughs> and I go, well, <laughs> it's time for me to move on. I was actually moving out of state. And he goes, I'm going to miss you so much. He goes, I have enjoyed working with you. I'm sorry I've been such a pain in the behind. But And I was just taken aback. I remember sitting back in my chair going, whoa. <laughs> so you fun. just never know what kind of impact you're going to have on people, even though sometimes they might not be able to express it the way you'd want them to. Yeah. As long as you're kind to them and you lift them up, you are going to change their life. You know, Joanne, it may, when, when we think about those kind of things, and I, I, to, I so totally agree with what you're saying. And when, I, when we look at successful relationships in this book, and, and people always ask me a lot, you know, well, you know, who was this for? And I said, well, you know, it's anybody who really wants to improve their relationships, who wants to deepen or make relationships more fulfilling or satisfying, you know, the thing is, you have to be willing to 
Look within. The last place we seem to look for our our life's challenges is in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Look within. Look at your own role. We've got to understand and take responsibility for our own role in creating the relationships we desire. Mm -hmm. We can make it happen. And the thing is, don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. Look within. And the only person that you can change is yourself. Mm-hmm. That's who you focus on. This is not about. I've had individuals ask me about uh, changing others, and, I'm, and I tell them, I say, "Well, if you're out to change someone else, and this book is not for you." Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing to do because a lot of times, as human nature just just proves that we just want to change other people, where in reality we just need to change ourselves. And years ago, when I was being taught that same thing, I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute! I don't need to change. It's other people that need to change." And they said, "No, <laughs> you need to change." And I'm like, "So I had to get through my thick noggin that eventually it just had to be me that had to change, and not everybody else. But once I changed, I was able to change." Um, my perspective, my self perspective, and how I cho- how I um, chose to deal with other people, not deal with them, how I chose to interact with them. I do. I have this. We only got about three minutes till the end of the show, and I want to okay. give you this first, and then um, I'm going to ask you to give some words of advice. But a friend of mine just texted us to me. Anchored values. A is a needed cable holding our relationships esteemable, declaring valuable acts of love, uniting everyone selflessly. So I have a friend who's really huh. good at making up the words that go with those. So anyway. Very Larry, nice. I like that. I know. I'll send that over to you. She's very good at that. So now, if what I ask all my guests, if nobody else heard anything else from today's show, what are the lasting uh, words you would like to leave with my, with my audience? Release the expectations of others. If you go into a certain situation or and so forth with a preconceived idea of what you're expecting from the other person or behaviors that you want to see them provide in response to you, then I tell people you're not doing it. You're doing this for yourself, not for the benefit of the relationship or for the other person. Focus on yourself. Make the changes within yourself. The influence that you will have on those around you will be immeasurable. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen to that, Larry. Larry, thank you so much for being my wonderful guest today. Uh, I know we are changing lives and you change lives today with your words of wisdom and just the, the impact of appreciation and gratitude toward others, but also toward yourself. Learn to accept uh, compliments. And that's a self uh, self fulfilling prophecy that we all should do that because yes. you know we're really good at giving, but we also need to receive. Ladies and gentlemen, thank Absolutely. you so much for being on. Amen. So thank you so much for being on my show with me today, Larry. And ladies and gentlemen, to get more information about me, you can go to joehosman.com. But also Larry's website is to get the book. You can go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble or www.successfulrelationships.com book.com and ladies and gentlemen you can go to my my website as well joehosman.com and like i say it stated at the beginning of the show i do have my free digital ebook called uh, the secrets to realizing your dreams just need your name and email and that book is all yours so remember i want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger better bolder and stronger with each and every day so go forth and be great and remember you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for so have a great week god bless and i'll talk to you next week Thank you. 
for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.